Hello, and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Out of Craft Beer Podcast. My name is AJ Kearns, and I'm your host here each and every week as we do our part to introduce you to the artists and designers from around the world who all bring some of our favorite beers and breweries to life. This week is no different. It is a little special Thanksgiving edition, so I just wanted to start the episode off by saying I am thankful for all of you. I am thankful for my family, for my friends. I'm thankful for all the artists and designers who've been kind enough to grace us with their presence and make us a part you know, of their story, allow us to share that with everybody. Thankful for my crew over at Beer Culture. Thankful for uh, Will and the crew at Standard Gastro Pub, State of Maine, my hometown of Philly, and so many more things that we could uh, make this a whole I Am Thankful For episode. But I think it's, uh, it's more than fitting that this week we have uh, Mr. John Tarka, who's joining us, uh, Connecticut, uh, I guess, Connecticut local, PA born and raised. But um, yeah, really excited. I think this episode is really fitting to, to come in with a Thanksgiving you know, season or weekend. Uh, we, you know, we're editing and recording this one on Thanksgiving night. So we're, uh, we just had some you know, time with the family, watched a little football, you know, had some libations. Um, it's just, uh, you know, life is good. So this week we have Mr. John Tarka, episode 138. John does some work, uh, which is an understatement with Tribe's Beer Company, which is based here in Connecticut, in Milford, Connecticut. The Tribe, the Tribe has spoken. My son's on a big uh, Survivor kick, so we've been, uh, we've been watching those on the regular but yeah, this is a great episode. We came to you know, learn of John through the work that he does with Travis. He and I connected, and uh, this is you know it's a beautiful episode. I, I I will say because what I love is sometimes these can go either way, and obviously they all you know I like to use sports analogy sometimes. You know, it can't all be home runs. You know, you strike out sometimes. You know, where you just kind of uh, you know hit into a four three. You know, two double play. I don't think that's right actually. Four three. Yeah, but. Yeah, sometimes, and uh, but with these interviews, you know, they're they're pretty raw, and we love to share that part of it with you. You know, the connections we have, you know, are genuine. Um, it's rare that we speak to an artist uh, be- beforehand, and so really, just uh, it's a great episode to really showcase, you know, making an impact on the community. You know, uh, John's also works in the school system, and you know, really just kind of geek out and. You know, vibe on a shared philosophy and having a lot of things in common about life and fatherhood and, you know, obviously, obviously beer. And so uh, it's a great episode. Uh, you know, hopefully you had some uh, chances to, to be with your family or, you know, you will be in the coming days. When this episode airs, it'll be Black Friday. I will be on my way up to Providence, Rhode Island. Yes, I know. Right. Just as the guitar hits to see my favorite band, Fish. It's going to be an awesome uh, night as they kick up their fall tour of 2019. So really thankful, lucky, excited for that. We'll be down in Philly next weekend celebrating uh, Thanksgiving Part 2 with the family. And the adventures will continue on from there. So we've had our fill. We think you should hear this one. You know, we'd love to hear from you. Remember, AJ at 16ozcanvas.com. That's me, folks. 16ozcanvas on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Use the... Hashtag tic-tac-toe number sign, spread the word, build the community. And last but certainly not least, December 14th in New Haven, Connecticut, the Art of Craft Beer at Three Sheets in New Haven. Art in the back, art in the front, art everywhere. It's going to be wonderful. We'll be featuring at least, we say with an asterisk as we're working on number 12 as we speak, 
at least 11 Connecticut artists who represent some of our favorite beers and breweries here right in the Nutmeg State. So it's going to be awesome. It's free. It's going to be fucking packed in there. So just, you know, it runs from 9 is uh, opening till you know, last call. It'll be there throughout opening nights. Probably one of the only nights I can guarantee that most of the artists will be there. So come kiss some babies, shake some hands, or shake some babies and kiss some hands, whatever it is that you want to do. Prince will be available. I'm being coerced uh, by myself uh, to potentially put something uh, as part of the project and uh, put something up on the walls. Who knows? Who knows? It's uh, all part of the uh, digital exploration as we uh, get our money's worth. Maybe we'll call it that. Getting our money's worth out of that Adobe subscription part one. But without further ado, my friend, Mr. John Tarka, vibe sharing, all around good person, art creating, community impacting, making the world a fucking better place, man. Here he is, John Tarka, Travis Beer Co., 16 ounce canvas, episode 138. It is not a prime number, folks. Divisible by two, that's just an easy one, right? You know, divisible by six, you know. You got it. But here we go. Let's do this. Happy Black Friday, folks. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. Very excited to have with us coming in, one of Connecticut's own, checking in from Stratford by way of Travis in Milford. We have Mr. John Tarka. Thanks so much, John, for uh, for joining us. Really excited to have you be, uh, you know, be a part of the project. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's a, it's a no-brainer. So I came, you know, Travis is a, is a brewery here in Connecticut, you know, and we'll get to them later, but how we met, you know, I think one of the first times I was there was during the during the launch, you know, back in the day, you know, it seems it seems like just like yesterday, but it's been, you know, well over a year now, which is crazy. Right. And, you know, we met and we were talking, yeah. you know, finding out who does all the, you know, some of the, the murals on the wall and the labels and, you know, so just been following with John. You can do so at home. It's uh, Tarka, his last name, dot Tenax, T-E-N-A-X. And uh, I think you'll really enjoy it. I think John, what John does is, you know, he's really active in the community in, in many levels and uses art and, you know, uh, positive enforcement to, you know, literally make the community and the, you know, the world a better place. And uh, his day job is he works in the school district, which is uh, just, you know, you know, warms my heart. So I just uh, just wanted to, wanted to hype you up, John, and say, you know, thank you once again for, for being a part of it. Thank you, man. I appreciate the kind words. Happy to be doing what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. And it's really cool if you go to John's page, you know, you yeah. kind of, you know, I, I guess I've been following, you know, the crew over at Travis is, is really fun. They're doing some good stuff. They're, I mean, they're making killer beer, obviously, which is a no brainer. But, you know, then I, you know, we've been following with you and there's a great story in the New Haven Register and just kind of, uh, you, you know, kind of uh, putting up artwork kind of, uh, you know, late night off the, you know, off the cuff and kind of uh, just literally, you know, yeah. le- leaving, leaving your mark in a, in a positive way around the community, which is, which is dope. So, so, so John, let's, uh, you know, how did you, yeah. you know, art is kind of, I mean, you, you, you see in everything you're doing, it's part of who you are. So, you know, kind of what's the, you know, this is where you kind of talk about yourself a lot more than, than me. So yeah, you know, what's, sure. the, you know, what's the, sure. what's, what's your story, John? How did you, how did you find your, your love and I your think, calling? So I think, um, I think so much of this has to be traced back to working with the guys at Travis, the, the, uh, meeting them really was, um, a launching point because we kind of, uh, our, our value aligned and are a, a bunch of go-getters who, who really want to make a, a good product and have a lasting, uh, you know, impact on the community. So um, meeting up with those guys and, and, and really building with them what they're about in the tribe and, and that whole 
you know, community ethos really worked well with what I did in my artwork, um, kind of putting out some, some flavor, you know, a little bit of funk, some, some color, some vibrance to areas that otherwise would be overlooked, I think is a good, uh, it's a good message to kind of kind of live life like that. And uh, it's exciting to, to be able to kind of meet up with people who have the same ideas about conceptually like designs and, and having a real commitment to high quality stuff. So when I met up with them, they, they like the designs I use of these, I call them Hussart, which is like a, a play on words from um, like Eastern European designs and, and, and kind of like a warrior culture, but they were, these warriors were, were very, uh, had like ornate uh, line work and designs in their, in their outfits. So I kind of took that and I applied this circle design, which is like a combination of a bunch of different cultures that have, that have influenced me throughout my life and creating these circles, which I guess someone that hasn't seen my stuff might think it looks like mandalas or something like that, but it's a little bit more, well, tribal without being too cliche. And um, they like that and, and like the idea of these circles kind of being, um, kind of like a rhythm to the aesthetic in their brewery. And it, it really is something that people from all different backgrounds kind of connect with and uh, take up a life of its own. So it's just been great kind of going from, you know, a street artist in Pittsburgh where I'm from and uh, doing like tribute paintings of local sports heroes in Pittsburgh, because, you know, my background is a big part of who I am. And then relocating to Connecticut, and uh, kind of getting involved in finding abandoned areas, New Haven and Milford and Bridgeport and Stratford, and putting up these uh, installations, which was like huge wood panel paintings, essentially like I'm installing a, a mural in an abandoned area where people might walk past and, and kind of see something that it used to be. And then they walk past the mountain and they see a big you know, splash of color or designs or a message kind of make them think. So that, that I did doing that and, and, you know, having commissions on the side and of course being a, uh, an administrator at a large comprehensive high school in you know, big city in Connecticut, um, kind of having that duality, it's it just, it just makes for a very um, enriching life and, you know, having a great family and friends, all of that. So I really like to enjoy different, um, I like to like uh, explore different colorways and things like that. I think the hip hop culture will always have a, an influence in me and kind of toying with different colors and seeing what, like I always say the word flavors, how that works and how that, how that digests itself visually. So it's, it's just great being a part of a, a lot of people who are full of life and trying to recreate that in areas where there might not be some. I think it's beautiful. Yeah. And I, I, I really, I do like it cause you can see, like I said, if you follow along, you can see, you know, your explanation kind of, you're pushing yourself on a daily trying to, find new ways to explore colors or even lettering, you know, utilizing different, uh, you know, from whether it's spray or you know, different paint techniques you're using. And it's kind of this, you're allowing yourself a, to share that with everybody, which I love, you know, it's uh, I know I always get, I always try to, I always get worried like what people are going to think of what I'm doing or creating. And so sometimes I don't always create things that make me vulnerable, but you know, working with folks like yourself and just talking and visually following along, it's just, it makes me want to like just kind of share the process a little more. And so I really, I really, you know, enjoy that. And you can just see your, your, your love for it. And you know, your, you, you, the duality of it is, is a great example. Cause you're just, you know, you're, you're grinding all the time. You know, you're putting in the hours, you know, you know, being a dad, you know, being, yeah, I, being an artist, I, I, you know, I, being involved in the community. And so you're really maximizing, you know, 
the 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 sands in the in the hourglass, so to speak. Yeah. So I I look at um. I look at the idea of like trying to push yourself. Like I I'm 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 really. I think the worst thing in the world is to be complacent, and I think trying to push yourself and finding those moments. I, I you talking about, you know sand in the hourglass just really fine just maximizing those moments we're regurgitating words to each other because i like what you said so much but uh i think i think i think the idea of, of duality and kind of a, a balance and an opposite of those type of things and i really appreciate people that are confident and being vulnerable if that makes any sense but like being able to say like all right here's a here's a work in progress it didn't it didn't go that well but like you know fuck it and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put this out there and see how it works. And sometimes it hits and sometimes it doesn't. It's, I appreciate people who kind of lift the lid on their process or lift the lid on their emotion or, or share something that might not go over well. So there's a lot of stuff I've, I've posted where I've, I've gone back and looked and been like, man, that is terrible, but I'm glad I did it because it kind yeah. of, it kind of like, it kind of like, it kind of like, it like puts me out there. I don't want to say, I don't ever want to say something out loud and not back it up. You know, so putting something out there, it kind of spurs me to do something better. And then a lot of it comes from like my dad and, and my parents, you know, hyping me up whenever I was young, telling me I was talented. And then as I grew and, and, and maybe might have been complacent, they kind of let me know that I had to prove it every day. So I really kind of have that ethos where, you know, in my job, if I if I like if I don't really try to help people and help kids and help teachers and help my colleagues and then like what am I doing you know and then if I have this ability and I have a, a support system around me like my wife and kids and my friends like why would I not try to put out you know dope flavor on the side it's and then like you know you meet people like like you you know and, and your wife and what you're doing and then and then my, you know, Matt and Seto and Sean at Travis, it's just like, you know, how could you not like wake up feeling like you got something to do every day? So trying to, trying to some way like redirect that mental airstream to other people in this day and age is like, you better, you know, you yeah. better step up and do that. So. Yeah, no, because you, you were saying, you were, yeah, you were saying before, and sorry to over talk you, it's one of my pet peeves I do, try to avoid doing, but I, I, but early on you were saying about how like these areas of the community that don't have the color, or don't have the flavor, and the, you know, they're, they're kind of run down, and you're trying to literally revitalize them. I mean, it's an early stage, and we're, we're always kind of throwing crazy ideas at the wall, but that's, that's what we're going to try to do. We have this idea of a nonprofit, and we're going to try to, you know, work, utilize working with artists like yourselves and others to revitalized communities through art and inspiration with the idea being that, right. You, you know, you, you're walking to school every day and you see, you know, you see an inspirational, whether it's a visual or it's a, you know, a realism of somebody that's, that's inspiring or just a quote. And you know, that reinforcement every day will impact, yeah. will impact somebody's life, will impact the young kid's life or somebody, you know, you know, in, in a tough spot and just being like, Hey, you're not alone. So, I mean, it's early and there's a lot of paperwork yeah, I mean, and we're, I, we're looking into it, but I mean, I just like to hear, you know, it kind of reinforces, you know, that we're sharing the kind of the, the same vibe. I think, I think, uh, especially with, with, with young people, it's just, there's a, there's a lot of negativity out there. So we almost have to be, um, like real opportunistic and kind of on our toes, um, about those good things. So I think what's helped me and benefited me and my, life as an educator is really, really 
being very attuned to when students are doing good by each other. Because I know growing up, I, I like was not a very, uh, I could have been a lot nicer to people. So I'm sensitive to that now whenever I see young people really, you know, being good to each other and, and like helping each other. And, and you, know, but, you know, these are some tough times right now. So we have to really kind of remind ourselves that we're, we got to like, we got to like be good to each other because in, in, in my line of education, I've, I've lost over a dozen students in, in, you know, uh, 12 or 14 years of education. And, uh, what always worked in connecting students with me is, was my artwork. So there's a real kind of constellation of important and significant things in my life and being able to share, you know, being in Pittsburgh, and doing a painting of Wiz Khalifa that says work hard, play hard. And that being an entry point to talk to my students and them being able to look at me who looks like, you know, I'm, I'm a big, bald, white dude with a red beard and then being able to understand there's a lot more to be than just a guy that looks kind of like he was in a SWAT team or a bouncer. So uh, you know, art's been very good to me. You know what I mean? Art's, art's allowed me to meet great people and talk to dudes like you. So try to like, you know, give that back, you know? I mean, those that can should. So, um, that's what's up. Yeah. I think that's, you know, I, I don't know. Like I would, uh, I think teaching is the most amazing thing in the world. I mean, obviously my, my wife and then my, my late mother-in-law who taught for almost yeah. four, 40 years in Bridgeport. It's just, it's just something, it's one yeah. of the most selfless and underappreciated things just period in life. And so I think that just, uh, you know, I would have no problem doing a spinoff of podcast of the teachers and just talking about, you know, the realities of that. I, I try to be, you know, involved as much as I can and go to the after school events and be involved just, you know, being, you know, being, just being there, you know, like that, we were, we, early on we were yeah. dating, my wife and I, I always would go to these like Saturday morning programs with her and it was just, I mean, it was like, they, I got paid to be there, but like, it was like 10 bucks an hour, but it was just like, I was just trying to impress her and in reality, I learned so much and it was sure. just so, so like to be it a role model. Though, <laughs> yeah, it did work out pretty well, <laughs> you know, but like, yeah, it but it was like, though. but like, yeah, we at our at our at our wedding, you know, we had our four or five of her students from her first class ever, and you know, we told them if they went to college, you know, and whatever, and, and they you know they kept at it, and we believed in them that you know they could come to our they could come to our wedding because they were like, you guys are gonna get married, you know, little little seventh grade yeah. girls, and like they came to our wedding, we still keep in touch with them, right? And you know, her kids come back, and it's, it's just, yeah, it's you know, she's like mama bear, and it's like it's just real important to me. And so, the fact that you're a teacher, I was already digging on what you're doing. And you know, when I read your story, I said there's a great story in the New Haven Register, you know, about some of your you know your, your late night you know artwork inst- installations. You know, just yeah, you know, it's it's, impo- it's important, like you were saying before about where where we were. And there's a I like this band, the Ava Brothers' name is David Line. It says, "Love me for the man I become, not the man that I was." And like you're saying, like you have things yeah. in the past, like you wish you did differently, but you know, that's not how you finished, right? That's how you started. And so I think that, you know, it's really important to let others know what they're doing is, is important. And so it's, it's really, I mean, yeah. I, and again, folks, we've, I think we, John and I spoken maybe all 10 minutes in our life. And so this is like, this is real. This is, you know, this is just us connecting. And this is why I do this, you know, just to meet people and realize how important art is and obviously we'll talk about beer and what have you but like that's that's what's up yeah it's kind of what um it's kind of like what reaffirms faith in humanity you know <laughs> yeah. i mean like i remember i remember i remember whenever i first like i gave i gave a i gave a, a speech if you will like in air quotes whenever i first went to the school that i'm currently working at and 
I showed a lot of emotion because uh, my whole family are, are urban educators and, and I'm a product of Pittsburgh city schools. So I, I talked a little bit, a little bit about that. And I guess I had like a different accent cause I'm from Southwestern Pennsylvania and people in Connecticut kind of thought I had like a twang, which I never thought I did, but whatever. I'm from Pennsylvania. Woman, yeah, this woman, yeah. woman this, this, this colleague asked me, she's like, she's like, are, you know, do you, do you preach? Do you preach? Like where, you know, where, you know, where's your church? And I was like, like uh, church, you know, like, like, like school is my church, you know, yeah. like, like education is the gospel, you know? And like, it kind of just like, it, it connected everything for me. Like it's, it's the institution with which we need to work on, you know, further developing ourselves. And then, and then you meet guys like, like I tried this, who are, are the beneficiaries of a lot of good teaching and a lot of love and a lot of parenting. And they're going forward and making, making their, their name. It's, it's, you know, they're, they're, like 10 years younger than me, but I'm so proud of their progress and their evolution. And then it's, it's makes you smile. It makes you smile. Yeah. So, yeah. I, so I mean, I'm not, I'm from, I'm from Philly, but we're, we're Pennsylvania guys go Keystone state. So yeah, I'm not, I'm, I've been in Connecticut. Oh, you're from Philly, huh? Okay. Yeah. I yeah. thought, I thought we were cool, but I don't know. I, know. I, don't, know. I don't tell people, I, I, I definitely test the waters. I can tell, well, hey, you're not a Cowboys fan. So I mean, it's all good. We can, we can coexist. You got more Super no. Bowls than I know what to do with. And, I'm, uh, I'm inner city Pittsburgh all the way. Inner city Pittsburgh all the way. I, I got no problem with uh, Carson Wentz. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like I said, people like people say, "Oh, you, what do you think about the team this year?" And I'm like, "I'm still excited about Super Bowl Fifty Two. Like, I'm not a greedy person. You know, we, you. we get a bad rep in Philly, but like, yeah, I'm not greedy at all. I'll be happy for another ten years. You know, I'm, I'm whatever. I'm forty one. Like, that's good. No, my 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 wife and her family are all from Philadelphia, so, oh, so you nice. guys are near and dear to my heart. I'm, yeah. I'm happy. That's all the way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you you moved uh, to Connecticut. You're you're uh, you. You're bringing you know, you're bringing your good energy with you here, and we're, we're blessed for that. But how do you how do you team up with the the crew over at Tribus? I mean, where do they see your work somewhere? Do you just I mean, no. So I was I I was I was kind of um, kind of bouncing around, getting getting commissions, and and I had a couple of commissions in um, in Milford. I think someone told me that there are a couple of breweries opening up, and um, it was like really kind of uh, fluky off the cuff, but also like fate and, and serendipitous that I happened to come upon this big old warehouse, this big, you know, big building. And it was like a little cardboard, you know, Tribus, you know, the, the now famous Tribus logo created by Will Thresher and Sean O'Neill. I saw that on like cardboard and I rolled in and, and I saw uh, Matt, you know, one of, one of uh one of the head brewers there and 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 just i was like looking at the walls and like in my mind it it, it was me like processing the, the possibilities of, of of doing my thing on the walls and I rolled in there and i think they were listening to like fat joe maybe um something like that i, I remember there being some good some good music being played and matt and i just talked and, and i kind of talked about what i was about and what i did and these, these designs that i i do and 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 I mean, it, it kind of went from there. We, I, I, he said, uh, Matt and Sebastian are going to be back soon. We'll have to take a day whenever we could talk. And and uh, I kind of had another meeting with them and, and told them my concept. They gave me some feedback and we talked about hops and barley and, and, and all the ingredients that make their beer so good. And I came back and the first mock-up I did of the 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 mural on the wall like the circles and then the logo in the middle and the the vines and the hops the first the first time i did that on 
piece of black construction paper. I did their logo wrong. It's like it's like a, it's, a, it's a good story we have now. We're like, <laughs> there I am, like presenting it. I'm wearing like a suit because I just came from work, and I'm like laying it all out. And I'm still like very much in administrator mode, and they're looking at me like, oh, who's gonna who's gonna tell this meathead that he got the logo wrong? You know? <laughs> do you still have that? And Sean was how did you do, how'd you do the logo? We're laughing about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did the logo wrong. I thought like I did instead of it being a T, it looked like an M. Oh, okay. So I had, like a major like like. I had like a major Chris Farley brain fart moment. We laugh about that now. And then, and then I, you know, truth be told, I, I got the logo right. And uh, ever since then, it's just been us like talking about how, you know, it's, it's, it's almost, we touched on it so much, but it's about growth and evolution and, and what next and where to. And, you know, each one of those three and Max and, and, and Heather and, 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 and will and just so many so many of the people there but, but but connecting with those three and kind of getting tight with them uh, individually in their own individual ways has really helped um, me kind of develop my craft and and, and, and kind of it, it, it played a role in what I've done with them and uh, I'm just very I'm extremely uh, complimentary and, and you know I just I have such I have such love and reverence for them for for them allowing me to do my thing and supporting me and kind of really trusting me to do really cool different stuff and uh, allowing me to express myself in a way that 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 vibes with them so uh, big big shout to, to Matt Sean and Sebo I love y'all yeah um, and then from there like we're we're always talking about what's next I mean I've I've done a bunch of beer logos for them and, and I've done some live some live art there. I'm gonna be doing some more live art there. Oh and, dope. Uh, it's just it's just been a great partnership. It's just been a great partnership, you know? Cool. Being, being a part of the tribe. Yeah. Yeah. Tribe up, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, folks. If you have if you if you know what we're talking about, you're missing out on a award winning brewery in, in Milford, Connecticut. Travis Beer Co on uh, on Instagram and then Travisbeer.co is the website. And they're uh it's, a, it's just a great place to be. It's a lot of fun. You know, there's good people. There's good energy there. And it's just uh, it's just nice to kind of see the evolution. I've been following those guys since the, you know, the Nebco days. And, uh, yeah, really excited. We'll give a – I think this will air yeah. in time for it's – kind of, It's kind of a shame. I, I blame them. I blame them. Sorry to interrupt you. But, but like, they, they've kind of ruined it for me now. Like, I, 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 I kind of I've, – I've turned in from somebody that doesn't know anything about beer. Yeah. And now being a real beer snob and, and, and kind of and kind of turning my nose up at, at, at other high quality beers because I just the beer that they're making is so good and, and uh, so yeah yeah <laughs> it, I mean, it's a good it's problem like, yeah it's I a can't good, wait till tomorrow and have a it's a good problem to have man yeah it definitely works itself out so yeah definitely my, yeah I wish they this wish they were open more days of the week but that's just kind of the evolution where things are going to go so it's just going to get it's a good time man even for football yeah it's just yeah it's just tons of screens good people like I said it's uh, good food trucks I think they have a they always got something going on. Like I said, that's what I love. You can see the evolution of that, and it's building, like, it's exploding out outside the doors already. So I'm pretty psyched about that. I don't know when this will drop. This yeah. might drop on Black Friday. So, but you can join the, the tribe. As, you can join it. You know, we'll, we'll pimp it. You can join the tribe. I think we're going we're gonna to pull the plug this year. We missed we missed it last year when we finally decided to do it. But you can uh, join the tribe and get some special, special love and get a badass matte black, badass uh, little card to go with it. So... That's our little little, yeah, little, little sure. plug little plug for that. And we are back. 
You're listening to episode 138 of the 16 Ounce Canvas, featuring John Tarka, Travis Beerco. It's like that, folks. Just listen and let it take over. It's Tarka.Tanax on the IG, so T-A-R-K-A dot, or a period, whatever the fuck you want to call it, T-E-N-A-X, Tarka.Tanax on the IG, you can follow along, see where he's putting up his pieces, what he's doing, what the next live you know event will be, and just kind of some of the day to day. It's a it's a nice little inside scoop, a little behind the curtain, to see kind of follow along with life, which is a kind of a weird thing with social media. Uh, on Thanksgiving, Facebook and Instagram went down for a good part of the day, and it's just kind of it's just interesting to see what people really do or how they freak out over something. It's wild. it's really good. It's good for promotion and what have you, but. It's not a necessary thing, and, you know, we all can use a little time away from the screens. And I know as I'm saying that, I'm trying to get you to absorb my media, you know, absorb away. But I think sometimes it's just, it's nice, you know, be be present, be there, especially around this time of the year. You see a lot of folks maybe you haven't seen in a while, or maybe you see them in your day-to-day grind, but knowing you have a few days off, and maybe you can stay for an extra round, you don't have to rush home, should be at work the next day, or... You can, you know, maybe you have a tradition of going shopping on Black Friday. You couldn't fucking pay me to do that, man. Whew. I mean, do that shit online or Cyber Monday, but who knows? Just go to, you know, you go to some parties and you laugh or you catch up with friends from high school or, you know, whatever it is. It's just nice. So it's just nice to realize you can just unplug and kind of be present and be in the moment. And I think that I know it's not, you know, it's probably in a way it's probably a capacity issue, which is funny because... Like I said, you know, in the thing, you know, in the last segment about joining the tribe, you know, it's Black Friday now. It's after midnight. It's late in the morning and we're editing. And, you know, because of the growing popularity of Travis there, you know, the server crashed and they've been having issues all night, which sucks. But I think it'll uh, it's kind of like I said, it's a it's part of the evolutionary process. We're official members of the tribe for those scoring at home. Travis is not a, a sponsor of the, the podcast while we will. Uh, you know, work on that in the future. And uh, it's one of our goals for 2020 is to have more sponsors. But we did that because we enjoy what they're doing. You know, we had the pleasure, you know, recently of uh, trying to win some Eagles tickets there. Um, and we were unsuccessful. But uh, it was just a good experience to, to catch some time out with Matt and just kind of shoot the shit with the crew. So with that said, you're listening to episode 138, Mr. John Tarka. We've got a lot in common. I just dig his energy. I dig what he's doing. I, you know, the way he, you know, I love the story how he fucked up the logo. You know, that could have, uh, you know, who knows? That could have, uh, the story could have been much different, but, you know, it was just an interpretation. You can always, you know, fix things, you know, hard work, passion, dedication, kindness. Those are skills that are, you know, they're really part of who we are as people. And sometimes there's things you can teach. You know, you can teach how to make a, a T versus an M or, you know, what have you. You know, you can definitely bust balls about it and, you know, keep it as a running joke. I think they should make a beer with that. You know, it'd be kind of funny. But, which who knows? Um, you never, it's a thing you never know. And I will say also another great thing that they're doing is, uh, you know, their, their media game. They do some cool videos. You know, they're really having fun. I think that people really pick up on that and it really, uh, you know, carries some, you know, carries some weight and, uh, you know, creates a, creates a unique experience. So, we're gonna keep moving here. I think it's a. I think it's a good story. I think it's something that you you know should really resonate. I think it's the perfect Thanksgiving episode. You know, to being thankful, being appreciative. You know, of what one has, 
you know, is important, you know, you know, to, and I think John embodies that, you know, his, his humility, you know, his pride of being, a, you know, a father, you know, being a role model, you know, loving what he does, you know, at school as well as, you know, with the, you know, with the brushes and with his designs and then, you know, for the, you know, the unique relationship and brotherhood he has with the crew at, at Tribus. It's a, it's a really cool thing to be able to, you know, have a snapshot have to uh, share with you and to really kind of, uh, you know, celebrate. And that's what we do. 138 episodes. We, you know, run the math, you know, over 140 artists. You know, we've had a couple, you know, doubles, you know, with over thousands of labels for, you know, hundreds of breweries in 12 plus countries around the world. And, you know, almost coming up on three years, you know, we have the Autocraft Beer event, you know, our third one coming up in New Haven. And we got one that we're definitely uh, going to be doing in Philly next year. We're looking to do one in the Midwest and, uh, and, and beyond. So we are having a great time. We thank you. We, you know, to keep with the Thanksgiving thing, we're completely, you know, appreciative and grateful and just really want to thank everyone, you know, who's taking the time just to reach out, you know, like something, shoot a message, you know, and, you know, let me know personally. You know, we've had a few previous guests actually within like the last week, so they've kind of been diving back in. And it's just really uh, heartwarming because I always say that the amount of respect and appreciation I have for their craft and what they do is really, you know, the bar set really high there and it's second to none. And so to have them, you know, come back and thank me for doing something and playing a part in this community and celebrating and showcasing artists and their you know, the struggles and, you know, the, the celebrations and, the, the, you know, the good, bad and the ugly, so to speak, it's just, uh, it really makes it all, you know, all worthwhile. So once again... Happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully you're, uh, you know, maybe you'll be, maybe you're listening to this one, you know, next day you're a little hungover. Who knows? But um, I think we're going to keep editing. Might crack another one and, uh, you know, finish strong. But uh, getting excited. Fish. It's just, uh, yeah, the love. I feel it. So let's just continue the good energy. Mr. John Tarka, Tribus, episode 138, 16-ounce canvas. You know what you know. Now you said you did some yeah. labels and stuff like that. What is the, what is the process like for that? Because your because your work is pretty big. So like, was that was that harder for you? You know, how do you yeah. how do you kind of how do you guys kind of connect on so, on the concepts? So I mean, most everything I do starts off with me sketching something out um, while my like five year old and two year old are eating. Um, like uh, pieces of hamburger that are cut up in small bites. So like as they're eating dinner or eating breakfast, I'm like sketching something and it's fun kind of having my kids be a part of my creative process because usually they, they can't be around whenever I'm spray painting stuff and doing things like that. So mostly everything starts off with me just sketching something on my kitchen table. And um, yeah. And from there, like my partner at Tribus for the labels is Will Thresher. Um, he's, he's, he's the wizard really. And, um, we basically talk about the, the logo and then, I, and then I go around and I talk to Matt and Seto and Sean and just get their, um, like immediate off the cuff thoughts about it. And then I sit with, uh, I sit with Sean in his office and his dog, Kobe attacks me and we kind of brainstorm some ideas and laugh about some things and, and uh and then i come up with the the beer logos and for me like being being a a graffiti artist and, and really being very much a a lover of letters and the the lines of letters i i really place a strong emphasis on having quality letters that are able to be read or there's still a real attitude and feeling with it um 
again, like a duality, like have as much expression and personality and emotion with something as practical as a letter. I think it's a very uh, compelling way of being creative. And then, um, you know, colors and things like that and how it would look on the placard. You know, like what's cool about Travis is when you walk up, you see you see the, the, the beer labels right there. And it's like, even that is an experience. There's times whenever we've done, you know, Will and I have done logos where realize that when you walk up, you can't really read the, the top part. And that's kind of, that's part of the, that's part of the process, you know, where every time it's not going to be an absolute bullseye and just working to get better. So I think like last, last winter, maybe for like their third can release, they, they did like the thing that they called the, the Tarka Trio. And it was just a, it was my logos that I created. We had a whole, we had a whole can release and, you know, one of them, Haystacks on Haystacks, which is an incredible, stacks incredible stacks. IPA. Yeah. yeah, that's so good. Um, the, the guy on the logo looks like every, every white dude with a red beard, you know, so everybody's like, Oh, that's me, you know? And, and it's cool because it's like, it's like another, you know, kind of relatable element that's amusing and fun and definitely easy to drink. Um, and so we had like a little target trio can release and it's just a nice thing to kind of be a part of, you know, and, 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 uh, you know, sharing that with the fan and people around me and, and sending cans home to my family back in Pittsburgh. And yeah. So once, once the logos are, are designed, I give them to will and, and he does his thing on the, uh, you know, um, on the computer and kind of digitizes it. And, uh, you know, he and I have talked about, I think that might be the next step in my evolution in some ways is, is really being more well-versed in the digital side of it. Um, because so much of what I do is, is, is in a garage or in an alley or, or in a street somewhere and kind of going more toward the, a, a creative aspect where I'm at, I'm at my desk at, at my laptop, um, might be a good evolution for me to go towards. So, you know, currently whenever I do the logos, we'll, digitizes it and kind of refines it and edits it. And then we take it from there. So it's always, it's always cool to be there whenever they're canning and seeing like your logos coming off the kind of the roll and going on the cans and knowing that there's going to be some really good beer there very soon. And someone's going to be enjoying it. And, uh, it's just a satisfying feeling. It's, it's very much a start to finish type process, you know, and knowing that you've, you've, you've been a part of the creative process and, and a part of something bigger you know, and, and taking the beer that Matt and Sebo made and, 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 and drinking the beer that, that Sean helped, you know, sell and produce and, and, and having a logo that's fly to hell and, and know that, that that came from my hand and Will's vision. I mean, I, I, wish, I wish everybody could have a fraction of that feeling. So, yeah. you know, yeah. once it's all done, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, because I, you're probably, I mean, this is, I'm not sure, we're probably, let's just say 138, 139, we've got, we've probably interviewed about 140 plus people, and you're the first one who referred to them as logos, which I love, I think it's really cool, and you're right, you go in, you know, yeah. folks, you go in, it's got a warehouse vibe, it has almost, you know, the, the big door kind of roll up feel to it, open space, and from, you know, 100 yards away, you can see what's on tap that day, it's not this, I mean, much love to the chalkboard fam, you know, it's good, but chalkboards the problem with some of them is you have to use about 50 times it's got that like sooty shit look to it and sometimes it doesn't get cleaned right and it's hard to tell what's on tap 
and you're the asshole that comes up and you gotta like yeah. squint and like what do you got on tap today and then you're you know anyway yeah. so you can see these they're full of color each one's got a vibe it's all you know topography heavy you know it really kind of fits in you know and it's they're simple they're clean I mean, if they're you're, if, full if, of energy if doing, boom yeah if you're doing the chalkboard thing i mean come on man like let's go make some make some progress i like how will does it because it's it's like there's a personality in the logo and it gives a it gives a vibe to the beer i mean it's just like what it it creates kind of it sets the stage you know yeah uh, is 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 the visual and then you have the beer and that's such an experience so it's really a nice thing that they had done they they're they're full of good ideas those boys over there at Travis. so um, well yeah sometimes it's the simplest things the the logo component sorry the logo component is really kind of born out of me being into sports i mean i'm a i'm a a 40 year old white dude from pittsburgh so you know i love my steelers love my penguins i do not like the pirates god damn it the penguins motherfucker sorry my whole yeah 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 yeah, (laughs) sure sure yeah Sidney crosby i love you Um, he's out for a but like logos, like I, I remember being a little boy and my whole life I've drawn logos and now my son draws logos. So there's a, like, I, I remember, you know, whenever new logos come out, which never happens in Pittsburgh, well, whenever new logos come out for other teams, it's fun to look at. And I think there's a real element of that. I guess I should call them beer labels, but I don't. So it uh, shows right. what I know, but they're definitely logos for me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, cause you, yeah. Cause you blow them up and I, yeah, I always geek out like on Reddit, like a couple times a year or just different like graphic sites. People would be like, you know the this sports team like it would be like the NFL's logo is reimagined or this NBA jersey is reimagined yeah. and like I, I I love that yeah. stuff type of stuff so I can yeah I definitely get get silly on that stuff all day and I think it's uh yeah it really works and I, I mean now folks who do chalkboards there are there are we got some squads who do that and they do it well and they do them where you can like take the pieces off and it's pre done and they do artwork on the chalkboards that's what I'm saying but if you if you if you if you're listening to the, yeah. Shout out to all the chalkboard artists, man. Shout out to them. I'm just <laughs> I know. But it, if it, you're listening to this, yeah, if you're listening to this and you're going, <laughs> is he talking about me and throwing some shade? I'm going to say <laughs> no to your face. I'm not throwing shade. I'm just, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm this is on me, John. Yeah, this is on me, John. No, I'm saying if you're thinking, is AJ talking about my chalkboard and it's all schmutzy looking, then you're probably the guy I'm talking about. So like, just you know, do a little inner, inner, inner thought. Yeah. And get out there, or buy some of those like go. chalk pens, go. like those like just up your game. Be, you know, my kids got the ch- sidewalk chalk. There's definitely some new new age chalk you can be using. Like that's all I'm saying. I just want to be able to give you as much of my money as I can, and not be have the awkward wait at the bar and be the guy, you know, with with the grumpy bearded guy behind me telling me to hurry up because he he knows which 15 beers he wants to get for his 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 crew. That's all. I'm See, saying. man, you're. Your Philly's showing right now, and I love it. Go ahead, go ahead. No, talking. no, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get some batteries. It's a little yeah. side rant about some chalkboard. I love it. Yeah, I'm gonna get some rant. batteries. I need batteries thrown at me. Well, no, I, like as soon as I said, I thought of like five people. I probably just pissed off, and I was like, oh, all right, whatever. Here we go. Let's just go all in. Now, fuck AJ. Come yeah. on. Man. Oh yeah, Pfft, whatever. It, bring it. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> yeah. So the process. You're making these logos. You're making your labels. What's the? How much time do the? Do, does the? Does the tribe give you between? Hey, we got this new beer because they're pumping out new beers all the time, and they might not release them in cans all the time. But in that, you know, you go there and there's typically eight beers on tap. So I mean, typically, yeah, yeah. Typically, typically, like I, I have to. They're, they're so busy, and Will, um, Will is so busy 
that that I have to like I have to go in there and I mean like I'm so busy. I mean you understand you got two kids, you got a job, and and that's where I am too. So I, I typically go in there and get um, three or four names of beers coming up, and he tells me what they are, what they're going to be, and 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 then I try to I try to get it to him, you know, two weeks, uh, you know, because they're they they they're really structured there, which I which I really appreciate being being kind of wired that way too. So they talk about the process. They have their they have their very serious you know midweek meeting. And then, and then they get the names and, and will like, will does so much on his own creating stuff that I, I in, in some ways it's more efficient for him to kind of pump out really cool concepts that he has. Um, but for me, it's about like a, a two week process usually. And, and, and as they're written on the marker board, I'm like looking at which ones I think would look good and what ideas I have just right, right at that, you know, right when I see it. And like a good example of that is like goodie bag. I remember being up there um, in his in Will's office um, and seeing Goodie Bag, and I thought that I really had a great idea for it, and I had this, you know, really cool like almost like a bubbly baseball script font that, like, when the the letters were written in cursive, they really have a nice like a nice adult prom theme to it, where it's just very glittery. And it was like it was like that was like their 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 celebration beer for uh, their first I think it was their first anniversary. So so seeing you know the G O O D I E and then B A G and knowing that I could do like a big looping G at the end of a bag and it kind of being like a nice finishing uh, you know script type uh, uh, like element to it it really kind of worked out very uh, naturally. You know I think I went home and I drew it out and tweak a couple of things and, and then we'll just apply this crazy glitter to it. And then, you know, seeing that on the placard at the big party they had, and then, and then seeing that actually in, in, in can form again, it's just really cool seeing something in my mind to go into my hand. Good stuff. Yeah. 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 I like that one. I like it's got, yeah, especially the, the little gold accents to it. Yeah. And I was like, can't release them. We're like, yeah. <clears throat> seven, seven or eight. Now I got a couple more for you. And I think we're talking about being, being a father and, you know, and what have you as an artist, how has being, you know, being a father and being involved with, I mean, you know, you, at the school, you probably have your, you know, your, your other, your other kids, but you know, how has that impacted your, your create creativity and you know, what you're, you know, how you're getting inspired? Well, I, I think, um, I think it's just such a, a bond to, um, my kids, I see my son who draws a ton now and shout out to Trey. He, he got, he got, uh, he was the first grade submission for the Halloween art show. He did a, did a really dope Frankenstein. Uh, I believe it was colored pencil on computer paper. So shout out to Trey, my son for doing that. But, uh, all kidding aside, like it's, it's no, real really quick, like, John, cause I don't want you to, I, really quick, John, I don't want you to lose your, your momentum here, but my oldest son is Trey. So that's fucking dope. So yeah, that's great. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. He's the anyway, third. Look, yeah, right. yeah. So, so it, it's just something we love doing together. And then my, my, my daughter, she's, uh, she's two and a half going on three Jojo. Shout out to Jojo. She's probably shaking her head. No, right now, but she's always, she's always like, like scribbling something on, on her little easel. And, um, I can't help but think that she sees her dad, um, with big giant wood panels in the backyard, uh, doing it. And then 
we talk about it. Like I ask them, I ask them, I ask them questions. I ask them if they like what I do and they keep it real. They're like, no, or that's cool. Or, you know, that wolf drag thing is ugly, you know, and it's just, it's just another talking point for them. It's just so much fun, you know? Yeah. So yeah. you got a Trey too. How about that? Yeah. The third, yeah. He's the yeah. third. So we call him Trey. Yeah. 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 That's exactly what mine is. So I'm a junior <laughs> and uh, I wanted to name, I wanted to name, I wanted to name my son after my dad. So, and um, and that's why we call him Trey. So, what do you know about that? Yeah, my yeah, my dad goes by Gus. I go by AJ, and my son goes by Trey. So we all we all keep the, and I'll tell you the full name of our drink. We always like people to guess, so we're not gonna spoil it. But yeah, and so yeah, that's definitely. But yeah, I think it's really important. I mean, like, I mean, we do this. You know, my kids know, like my kids know we've had them on a couple times. They've done like the intro, like recordings, like the welcome part of the episodes, and I think it's important because especially being an artist and being a teacher, right? Like you didn't, you definitely picked two passions that aren't maybe the most uh, financially rewarding, right? At, at times, right? We can all talk about the the spiritual and the moral and the, you know, better society uh, value. But I think it just shows our kids to do what, be their truest self. And I think that's like invaluable, you know, and make those choices and take those risks and, you know, kind of listen to, listen to, listen to who they are, you know, and that's important. I think um, I think exposing our kids to our passions is an extremely rewarding and helpful thing for them, because I mean I don't know if my son is going to do what I do, but like the message I'm trying to tell him is like whatever you love, go so hard in it and, and do it with so much zest and, and like spirit to it, and and knowing that you bring your kids around to your podcast and you're recording stuff, they just see you enjoying something and and they're seeing their dad you know, like being about that action and doing something whenever he could just be sitting around, he could be, he could be on the couch, he could be playing video games, but their dad's not like that. And, and I'm like, you know, like I want my son, I want my daughter too, but I want my son because he's, he's of age right now. He's not more aware. I want him to see me struggle and work hard and come out on top because I want him to like be equipped for that whenever it happens to him, you know? So, so having him around for the creative stuff and having him, he's like, he's like, Hey, can I, can I help you carry that? I'm like, sure. And you know, he's like got like the corner of it and, you know, and quote unquote helping me, but like seeing him being a part of it and kind of enjoy the, you know, the sweat of it all is, is like, I, you know, I hope that's me building character in him because, you know, like I just remember my dad doing stuff like that with me and, 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 Maybe it's a maybe it's a level of arrogance um, because I don't want how should I say this I want my I want my son to see all the all the the, the the highs and lows of being a man you know I want him to see that through me I want to be my best self for him and 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 of course that of course that that goes for my students at school you know I want them to see me work and struggle with this because like there there's a lot more days that are challenging than there are that are completely smooth. You know, and, and, and I want them to know that despite all the all the privilege I've had in my life, uh, both being a man and being white, that that there's challenges and we have to like get through it and it's really hard and, and you can't run from them. I mean I tell them all the time, like whatever whatever problems I created in Pittsburgh I, I can't run from. Um you know, I I couldn't leave for, for Connecticut. Like you have to you have to sort of address those things and work on those things and, and that's a lot about what art is. I think I think, you know, sometimes the art that I've created that I, that I love the most is the stuff that I really struggled with, you know, like, 
and and because because I know uh, how how challenging some of the things I've had to do to like to like get what was in my head onto that wall, and and that's that's rewarding too. And then hearing people like one of the best, one of the funniest things is 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 whenever like I'm rolling in the tribus and you know and I I look a bit like a goon sometimes with, a, with like a Wu Tang hoodie and you know big big red beard and a Steelers hat and, and I'm like do you like that up there and I'm pointing to like the like the, the hundreds of pink flowers that are in the back and people are like yeah well you know it's it's okay and they might they might say to me like yeah it's okay I don't really like it they have no idea I do it you know and then and then they'll be like oh it's really nice I like it I'm like thanks you know thank you so much and like seeing them look at me and, and then look at the you know the very like ornate philograph circles I do or or the flowers or the or the vines or the live painting it's kind of fun, you know. It's like a bit of a, it's a bit of a surprise, you know. Yeah. So yeah, no, I just I, teach my son to be teach my son to be well rounded like that, you know. Yeah, I, I think well, one thing that I took away is yeah is the, you know, when we make the mistakes. You know, that's what you know, that's what I learned. And I think that like I, I learned a lot more about being a man and being a father. Like as I got older, when I when I was able to like look back on my my dad and realize that like how hard it was and how I didn't realize at the time the things that like I thought were important or that like made me upset or, you know, caused like beef between the two of us. And then like, so, I mean, I've, I've had, I've had many moments where I'm like, dad, like I know how hard it is to like pay the bills or how hard it is to like, you know, you got a kid and they want something and you're not sure if you can get it for them or just like how the fuck, like I made, or like I made a human being, like what the fuck do I do? Right. Like there's no manual. They like, it's kind of one of the craziest things in the world. You leave the hospital like after two days and just like, there you go. Like you got a car seat. Cool. Yeah. You're now a parent. Good I luck. Like, I I know. Know. And, <laughs> like, like two thoughts on that. Two thoughts on that. Like big shout out to my dad back in Pittsburgh. Love you, dad. You're going to beat this. I love you more than anything. And I realized that like they were just doing the best they could. Like they didn't know everything i mean they, they didn't have the internet to, to go to go crazy over they didn't have you know they were just doing the best they could and i'm like you like i realized that real quick and then the other thing is is that i remember very very early on like having my son in the in, you know in his car seat and him crying and me like you know, like driving up 95 or like on the garden state parkway um and 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 like reaching back and giving him a bottle and, and here I am like one hand on the steering wheel and you know, like my, my foot, like barely touching the gas pedal. Cause I'm reaching back, giving my son a bottle. And I wish someone told me that like a lot of stuff comes naturally. Like there's a whole reserve we have in our brains. That's like, you know, all right, well, okay. He's, he's got a kid now. Let's, you know, let's tap into this reserve and there's something that happens. And I see it all the time with my wife, you know, and I'm sure you do too. I mean, just like what mothers go through, is, is a whole other thing we could, you know, a whole other podcast there, yeah. like the Mother's Day podcast. Right. You know, um, you know what, what they do is just stuff. I mean, there's a lot about fatherhood and parenting, which is really difficult. And as soon as I get off the phone with you, I'm going to be jumping right back into it. But so much of it comes naturally too, where you just, you just do stuff innately because, well, I mean, that's, that's how, that's how we're fucking wired, you know, yep. to be, to be doing get that. It done, yeah. So, so it's, it's a phenomenon, man. It's a real it's phenomenon. Beauty, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's wonderful. I mean, it's really, it just, it, it allows you to remove yourself from what you think is important and really kind of recalibrate your life. And so 
And if folks have listened, you know, they yeah. definitely when we when we can, when we connect on the dad vibe or the parenting vibe, I, you know, I definitely go down this tangent. But I'm just I'm just super I'm just super blessed. Like our little dude, you know, he was a preemie and he was born almost like seven seven and a half weeks, eight weeks early. He was like three pounds, and he's nine years old now. And wow. he's, he's healthy as hell, and he's like you know he's like uh, you know our little Doogie Howser, and he loves to read, and we're happy, we're blessed. So like when I can look at my I, and I. I got my first tattoo recently. I was pretty psyched about it, John. I got the, his uh, preemie feet on, over my heart. And, like, that's where it's at. Like, that's really helped me look at life a lot differently and what you think is important. And I remember my dad was like, they're all freaking out. Like, AJ, like, it's coming so early. What are you doing? I was like, well, we just got we, – be excited. You're going to get eight extra weeks with your grandson. Like, we got this. You know, like hey, – and, and there we go. Good and answer. Then, good, good answer. Yeah, right? I don't yeah. know. I, I, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, I didn't realize at the time, but I was like, whoo. Yeah, yeah. I was pretty yeah. psyched about I mean, that I'm, one. I'm, a, tapping my, I'm tapping my chest. I'm tapping my fist to my chest hearing you talk like that because, I mean, you we most of the time we we rise to the occasion. We do what we have to do, you know. And I see people that don't have the resources we might have, and they rise to the occasion all the time. So right. Uh, and parenting, parenting does that. I mean, my God. And, and I'm I'm just so it's so I I've known you for maybe an hour now, and, and hearing your story about your your baby and, and, yeah. and your nine-year-old now your little man i mean that's like if that's that's the shit right there that is that is what it's all about so, yeah and, and yeah, even yeah even, yeah and like i said as a teacher i have you know utmost you know world respect for you especially right you're you know as a white man you know in, in teaching an urban school you know you're leading by example you know just by being who you are and being a positive you know role model of you know a divide that doesn't always get proper you know proper appreciation or love and you know there's a lot of individuals that don't see someone like you as you know a positive or hasn't you know they have negative experiences for better or for worse with law enforcement and so i think that just being who you are and being vulnerable yeah, and being I, there for them it's just really it's really important just like being a positive male role model just period in life is just important and i think that uh, you know you're you're multifaceted I've had great, I've had great uh, mentors in my life, and I, I, I couldn't talk about my work if I didn't talk about people like Glenn Worthy and uh, people like Sabrina Breland, who have just been integral in, in, in my development, and 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 for them to take me under their wing, um, when when at times I act like I know everything, uh, I, I I'm I'm in their presence and and being able to access their wealth of knowledge and and to to, to have some sense in me to be humble and to listen to shut my mouth and learn from them. Um, and, and they've, you know, in, in, in many ways, they've, they've vouched for me and, and given me a chance and given me an opportunity and, and, and New Haven has. It's, uh, I mean, education is, is I mean, people talk about how selfless it is, but, but the feeling you get from helping somebody, either a teacher or, or, or helping a colleague or helping a student attention specialist, helping a student, of course, I mean, it's the greatest feeling in the world, I, and, and you, you've experienced that, you know, being being a part of your your, your wife's career and your wife experiences it, and it's it's an it's an it's you know next to, next to loving people, education and helping people is the most important thing in the world. Period. Period. I mean, that that in and of itself is an art, you know, and using art to educate people. So it's it's um. I'm just I'm incredibly fortunate to to uh, to have uh, met people. I've met um, and then being able to kind of pursue this life. 
Well, keep sure. yeah, keep being you, man. So, yeah, I I, I just uh, yeah. I'm, I'm glad we got to talk today. This last question's a little not not that what we we're talking about was heavier, but this one's a little lighthearted. So I think this will be good, especially given how you've been describing yourself and you know, your your musical taste. But you know, what are you what are you listening to? What's you know what's on the what's on the playlist these days? Or what do you what do you listen to when you're uh, when you're creating some of your 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 artwork? What's your what's your uh, auditory inspiration? Right. Um... Beatles, Stevie Wonder. Uh, I saw Stevie. I saw Stevie Wonder in concert. It was fucking amazing. Sorry. That shit was that shit was heavenly. I I saw him too. Yeah. Uh, So so Beatles, Stevie Wonder, Led Zeppelin, and then and then like Mob Deep, Wu Tang, uh, some like Dave East currently, big big New York rap guy. all that. So I, I know as soon as I get off the, the, the this interview, I'm gonna think of like a bunch of other artists that I, I should I should name. But um, it really it really to me it, it, it begins and ends with the Beatles and, and Stevie Wonder, and then like all all the music that's that's come from their inspiration. So, um, but that, that that definitely gets me in in the, right, in the right frame of mind and doing my thing. Well, keep doing it, my friend. Uh, yeah, I just want to thank you for for being you for being a part of this. I love the fact you're right down the road, and uh, I'll hit you up next time. I'm uh, heading to up to the Travis, and we will have uh, at least one, if not a few, and uh, we can, you know, we can ponder life and uh, make that connection in 3D. So I just wanted to, you know, thank you for for being a part of this and you know doing what you do. Appreciate it, man. All love. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right, talk to you soon, John. Thanks so much. Okay, Peace. thanks. Later. There you have it, folks. Be thankful. The Thanksgiving 2019 episode featuring Mr. John Tarka, Travis Beerco, 16-ounce canvas. It doesn't get easier than that. So what do you think, folks? Get in touch. AJ16OZCanvas.com. Check out John at Tarka.Tanax. Travis Beerco. Much love to the tribe. And like I said, this is a great way to end the Thanksgiving, you know, season, I guess, and get right into Christmas, your, you know, not your nice list with Santa, but just, you know, being appreciative of what you have, being appreciative for, you know, who you are and what you do. We hope to have some uh, exciting new news for you, uh, you know, in coming weeks about some, you know, new endeavors. It's kind of funny because this is like my side hustle. So stuff I update with you, like my other stuff is... Well, that's like the, the breadwinning part of life. Um, it feels sometimes like the other thing now. It's getting to that like kind of gradient transition point where that's becoming like the side project. I don't know. Let's get deep on that shit and think about it for a second. Hmm. And episode 138, it's kind of we're coming close to the end of season 12. We've got one more loose end we need to tie up with interviews. But we're hoping that this Monday we'll be dropping a new video announcing season 13's artist. It's going to be another wonderful experience for, for you, for me, and uh, really looking forward to, to sharing that with you. So once again, I want to publicly thank John. I want to publicly thank all my friends and family, everyone that's been supportive of us. You know, we really appreciate all those who've left reviews and ratings. If you haven't, I'd be even more appreciative. But, you know, don't be a stranger. Use the tech. Uh, tag, hashtag, tic-tac-toe, number sign, pound sign, whatever you want to call it, 16OZ Canvas. We'll find the artists together. 
We'll get in touch with them. We love your recommendations. You know, we're going to interview some more photographers and just a whole bunch more great people in 2020. And uh, we're going to keep things moving right along. We'll probably be doing another week or two, take off for, uh, you know, take off before the holidays and through New Year's. Uh, we, we do have our event December 14th, theartofcraftbeer.com. The Art of Craft Beer is going to be held back in New Haven where we are kind of all kicked off last uh, summer, 2018. But this year we're going to be doing it at Three Sheets in New Haven. Sarah and the crew over there are just wonderful. Went over there the other night and had the opportunity just to, to spend some time, spec out some stuff, and just uh, just kind of kick it. So don't be a stranger. Support John. Support Tribus. Don't be an asshole. Be good. Make the world a better place. Impact your local community. And thank you once again for listening to the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. Well, we're done. Go Black Friday shop. Go get some good shit. Actually, again, we've already mentioned twice about going Black Friday shopping. My mom used to go up insanely early. She'd leave the house like 4 or 5 in the morning. But now she's like three clicks away. Like, there's got to be some major kick-ass deal for me to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning. Um... So with that said, this episode is still over, and I'm going to ramble. So you can just kind of, uh, you know, walk away or put on some, you know, put on some tunes. Maybe go listen to some more Beatles or Zeppelin or oh, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Stevie Wonder. That was some of our music for today. Until next time. <laughs>